Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. All right, it is the third hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show that is beginning right this moment. And I asked a question right before... We went into a little station break there, and uh, I want to answer it for you now, because there is a pandemic of thievery underway in this country. People are stealing at numbers that are truly mind-blowing. I'm talking about the actual aggregate numbers when you crunch them of losses, whether it's uh, retail theft, organized retail theft, which Target saying it lost Five hundred million dollars uh, to to theft last year in, in this this past year, um, which is just crazy. Uh, we think about how much theft that really is. But to give you a sense of of the problems that big cities like New York face, remember we were told we needed criminal justice reform because the justice system was just too harsh. And then you look at what's really going on, and people are being arrested dozens and dozens of times. Um, Major charges are being downgraded constantly. And if you want to look at the basis of how it all got turned around at the very low level, how do you create an orderly city, an orderly uh, society by having people obey and understand and and be willing to uh, to comply with the day to day stuff? This is broken windows theory 101. The Metro Transit Authority, which is the uh, the body that runs subways, uh, trains, buses, etc. for New York City has revealed, Clay, that it lost, this just came out, $690 million to fare evasion last year, as in turnstile jumping, uh, or people just going on a bus, and re- the bus driver's not going to do anything. If, if you get on a bus and you just refuse to pay, and you know what happens? That just creates a situation where uh, people do it more and more. 
the MTA says a third of bus driver uh, bus riders. Wow, a third! Holy, that's I didn't even. That's even higher than I thought. I had read that as a different. And thirteen percent of subway riders and a third of bus riders are skipping out on these fares. Um, and and understand that when you look at the Giuliani era, Clay, and I grew up in the Giuliani era in New York City. Uh, Andrew Giuliani went to my school, so I was very aware of of the Giuliani family and what Rudy was trying to do at the time. And you saw they they talked about the turn the guys jumping the turnstiles. They started arresting people for jumping the turnstiles. And what it did, it's not that if you jump a turnstile, you're a bad person, although you shouldn't do it, and there should be some punishment associated with it. But what they found is the people jumping the turnstiles were also wanted for aggravated sexual assault. The people jumping the turnstiles were also wanted for murder or for extortion or for racketeering gang activity. And so by enforcing the little laws, you had more contact with the criminal element in society. But when you when you start to see the numbers, whether it's New York or San Francisco, any number of places, when you add together the theft of services from city agencies and the theft from retail stores, which has caused the shutdown of you know the Whole Foods in San Francisco and, you know, Walgreens and Walmarts and all these different things. This is a truly disordered and and destructive situation. And the only way to stop it is to start enforcing the law and arresting people. Otherwise, it just keeps going, keeps getting worse. Yeah. Did you say, just to confirm, one third of bus fare passengers are just so look, 13 percent of uh, subway jumpers. That doesn't necessarily surprise me. Right. Because you have lots of young people who can just kind of jump over the subway turnstiles and go through. And there might or might not be somebody there to actually see it. But am I crazy? I used to ride public bus when I was uh, in school and every time I got on, you had to walk past the bus driver and either put your fare in or not. And the bus driver would be like in charge of making sure that you put your fare or showed your, you know, at at my time, MTA, Metro Nashville Transit Authority card. And then you put in your dollar or whatever the cost was to be able to ride the city bus. So are bus drivers just no longer enforcing the take up of a fare when they're driving around on the bus? Nope. You get on the bus. The bus driver doesn't care. They're not going to get into it. And and but this is just the. I mean, even I am surprised that it was a third. Thirteen percent of subway. One in every I would three have, is crazy, Buck. I mean, said a third up, a third of bus ride. I keep reading it. I'm like, how is that even? But this is how you get almost a billion dollars of fare loss. Think about that. A bit. It's you know, you're getting up to seven hundred million, um, in terms of the overall number. Six hundred ninety was the official figure they rolled out, and and I think it's also something you have to keep in mind that Clay, New York, we mentioned it earlier in the show, state. Uh, receipts year over year for the month of April for state revenue, as in money that the state took in, mostly through taxes of all different kinds, down 40%. That was another number yeah. that people look at. They say, y- you can't, you know, if you're running a business and all of a sudden you're down 40%, you're hemorrhaging, you know, you're firing people, you got, you got big problems, right? New York State, that's not even just New York City, down 40% in overall receipts. Here's what's going on. You have the city agencies, for example, $690 million that's going to be lost, that's lost here from people that are cheating the system. And people that have the resources to move know 
You, it, it, once you leave New York, you're going to be fighting with the tax authorities in New York for a while. They'll harass people endlessly who used to live there and moved out of state to try to squeeze more money out of them while they refuse to actually make people who are taking the subway or the bus pay the, you know, whatever it is now, 275 I don't know. I always just buy with a credit card. But it's it's crazy what's going on. Yeah, and this is one of the arguments that I've made that I think is going to become increasingly clear to many different people out there. Uh, and I'll give you an example. Everybody who uses Google, and there are a lot of you out there that use Google on a day-to-day basis, every time you use Google and click on something, you make the search results more effective. So the more people who use Google, the more effective the search engine becomes and the more people who use it. Okay, It's called a virtuous circle in business. Basically, the use of the product makes the product more effective and efficient. You can think about it. How many of you have iPhones uh, because your iMessaging, right? One of the brilliant things that iPhone did, you got the blue message going back and forth between iPhones as opposed to the green, okay? So the more people who have that network, the more people who use it, the more efficient and effective it becomes. That's now working in reverse as well. And I think it's going on in New York City. I think it's going on in San Francisco. I think it's going on uh, in in many different big cities in blue states, Buck. And the numbers reflect, as you just shared, that it's not only the people who are leaving. Let's use New York City for an example because we're talking about fair jumping there. It's not only the people who are leaving New York City that are making the state and the city in worse position. It's the people who pay the most to make that state and city run the most efficiently. So if you took, let's say, the 25 biggest taxpayers and removed them from New York City, the overall impact to the uh, to the tax revenue would be more substantial than, let's say, if the bottom 50,000 may have left the city, right? Because the high-earning taxpayers pay so much of the money that allows the city and state to function. And when those people leave, they go to a state like Florida or a state like Texas or a state like my Tennessee, makes those states more efficient and effective and works in the opposite direction, the opposite of a virtuous circle in the places that they're leaving. It's becoming a big deal. New York State in 2021 lost $25 billion in uh, revenue because of out-migration. That's not good. Leaving. That is a big problem. California lost just shy of $30 billion the same year. And now everyone has to remember, a lot of those high earners are going to be high earners year after yep. year. So it's not like that's a one-time cost. That is a tax base, a yearly tax base that New York and California have lost to other states. Now, there's a part of me that says this is how the system is supposed to work. So good. But for the people that are still including my own family in New York City, uh, the people that are, are staying behind, you have to wonder, um, or staying put, I should say, you have to wonder what does it take for the city authorities to figure out there's a problem? I mean, Eric Adams earlier this week says that finally they're going to crack down uh crack down on retail thefts and they've risen 40 percent in the big apple clay there are 327 individuals in new york city who have been arrested an average of 22 times each for for organized retail theft so stealing a whole bunch of stuff 
You're talking about a small group of people that is responsible for thousands and thousands and thousands of shoplifting incidents. Would it? I mean, what if you steal 20 times? Don't you go to prison? I remember we were being told, oh, three strikes law. Somebody stole a pair of socks and they go to prison for the rest of their lives. People are people are getting arrested 50 times. There are no no one seems to care. No consequences. And that's the re- that's the natural reaction. You know, I'm up in New York City right now, Buck. I went into a uh into I think it was a CVS, right? Just a grocery store, and you've talked about this. I couldn't believe all the things that were behind glass, right? Like it used to be if you went in somewhere, they would put let's say the most expensive things. I use this as an example. Back in the day if I were going to go try to buy a video game, and I was in Toys R Us. Some of you will remember you had to go get the employer uh, or the employee and they would unlock the video game case and they'd give you, you know, Tecmo Bowl or whatever it was that you were getting as a video game. Those were expensive. They were worried about getting stolen. They have toothpaste that you have to get people to unlock now, Buck. Toothpaste. You know that the, 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 this is out of control. And you mentioned federalism. And, and I think COVID accelerated federalism to a level that we have not seen in any of our lives. Your governor mattered. Your state mattered in a massive way. And I think what we're now seeing is a lot of people who would have never considered making that move to Florida or Texas or Tennessee because they lived in New York City or they lived in L.A., they moved during COVID, and their business continued to work and function efficiently. And now they're saying, why would I pay 13% state income tax the guy makes a million dollars a year. That's 130 k How much better does California or New York have to be than New York, I mean, than in Tennessee, Texas, or Florida? If you're talking about hundreds of thousands, if not millions of extra dollars in your family's pocket, if you happen to be a high earning individual, I don't know how they turn this around without yeah. going against their basic governing philosophy which is equity, uh, which is high crime and uh, and high taxes. I don't know, in, unless they're just willing to say, we've been wrong about the core issues of governance. Because what matters at a city or state level? Are people safe? Can they make money? Do they have a nice day-to-day life, right? I mean, the national level stuff is a little bit different. You get into, you know, uh, abortion and uh, you get into all these other, other, that matters the state level too, obviously. But I'm just saying, you know, people generally care more about are their streets safe, How's the economy doing where they live and what's their day-to-day quality of life like? I don't know how they can change these things or turn these things around in the cities. And, you know, for a lot of our listeners in places like California, New York, live in suburban areas, you know, outside the city. And so for them, you know, they're not really in the midst of it. They know, right? They'll commute into work or they'll see it, but they're not living right in the midst of it. I mean, I was living in, in midtown Manhattan and Clay, I saw stuff in the last few years I have never seen before as a New Yorker. I mean, I was seeing crazy stuff on the streets, open air heroin use at like one o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, just and right on my block. Yeah. And no one cares. No one's getting arrested. Lunatics running around half naked, threatening to stab old ladies unless they give them money. And they're just like, oh, that guy's having a bad day. People don't like that. It, it turns out that all people don't really like that. But Democrats don't seem to want to change it. And and building on that, Buck, I don't know if you saw this, this new mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, came out with his new platform to make Chicago better. Do you know what he wants to do? Raise taxes massively. I mean, if you're in Chicago right now, you just had an awful uh, loss, I think, in the in the mayor's race. You vote, uh, voted for a progressive who says that there's too much police presence on the streets of Chicago. 
it's going to have to get worse. And now he's going to tax people. And a lot of people with resources, like we saw with Ken Griffin and Citadel, are just going to say, why would I stay in Chicago? I can go to Miami. I can go to you know Houston or Dallas or Nashville and have a big city environment with a lot of educated people around me and pay zero state income tax. I, I just I don't think they realize how much more com- com- competition there is based on the state that you live in now. Uh, if you've ever had a computer crash on you, not a great feeling. Hours, months of work gone in an instant. And man, if you're on a deadline, it's all the worse. Backing up everything on your computer can make sense. We don't always think about it in the moment. I had this experience with the new book that I've got where I lost everything on my computer, I thought, had to go into backup dri- uh, drive. It took a long time to be able to find it. You know that feeling when you've been working on something for a while and suddenly it vanishes. That's why iDrive exists. They back up your data on their very secure cloud-based servers you can access anywhere, anytime, 24-7. iDrive, same company Rush spoke about for years, especially when he was working on his Rush Revere book series. I just told you my own book, there is nothing worse than thinking that you've lost something on your computer that you have spent a lot of time working on. It's a sick feeling in the pit of your stomach. That's why you need iDrive. Easy, dependable, doesn't cost very much, and most importantly, gives you peace of mind. Your work is safe and secure. PC Mag has awarded iDrive eight years in a row, the best cloud backup solution for everyone, consumers and businesses. Plans start at less than seven bucks a month. Save 90% on your first year when you use my name, Clay, at checkout. Back up your computer data now. Get peace of mind for a low, low cost. Do what both Buck and myself have done. Use iDrive.com. Again, my name, Clay, C-L-A-Y. You'll get 90% off iDrive.com. My name, Clay, 90% off. Don't miss a day of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons, One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? 
It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We're going to be joined by Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri coming up in about three or four minutes. We'll talk about uh, the latest on Capitol Hill. Neither Buck nor I have spent very much time on the debt ceiling discussion because ultimately, Buck, and I know the latest is, oh, there's disagreements. There's going to be some form of resolution, right? So I feel this way all the time about the debt ceiling fight. It matters in the context of, hey, uh, what trajectory are we going on as a country? We're still spending way too much money. And the impact, by and large, I think on a day-to-day basis, is not going to be massive. I think you agree with that, that there is going to be some resolution. The country is not going to collapse on June 1st. Like, somehow it's going to get fixed. It's just impossible, given all the histrionics around the debt ceiling before. And for some members of Congress, what felt like... You know, auditions for, uh, for their own Fox News, uh, guest spots or shows or whatever. People don't care about the debt ceiling. Is, uh, that's not that the debt isn't massively important to be yes. very clear. It is enormously important and we are on a train and we can see the tracks lead off a cliff, but neither party wants to do anything about it. Nothing serious. The people that are telling you we're going to tackle the debt, they're talking about a decrease in the percentage of the increase in spending. And if you think that this is uh, something that's hard to understand or, or, you know, it's hard to get a grip on, just remember, if anyone talks about where the real money is spent, which is entitlements, they're done politically, both sides, Republican or Democrat. So, my friends, we're on this choo-choo train, and uh, we know where it's going. That's unfortunately where it is. I, I, I hope it changes, and we want to help it change. You know, if you're a small business owner and you've been in business for more than three years, you need to know the company name Innovation Refunds. This is the company that's helped more than 17,000-plus businesses to date file for a refund with the IRS. Their program is a little-known one called the Employee Retention Credit, or the ERC. If your business survived the pandemic, you may be qualified to receive up to $26,000 per employee. This to give you a sense of the size of the budget authorized by Congress and the ERC, Innovation Refunds alone has helped businesses receive more than $5 billion. Can they help you? Get started at their website. We'll talk about it. GetRefunds.com. In about 10 minutes' time, you could be on your way to receiving money for your business. There's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Go to GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. Again, that's GetRefunds.com. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We are joined now by Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, father of three. 
He's got a new book, Manhood, The Masculine Virtues America Needs. And I I mean, I'm sure, uh, Senator, you look around and see some of this ridiculous stuff. Uh, The Adidas has men uh, wearing women's uh, uh, bathing suits. We've got men winning women's championships. I don't think anybody can argue that masculinity in many ways is under siege. So is femininity. So is the very idea that there's a different in the sex difference in the sexes. How do we fix this? Well, thanks for having me on. It's great to be with you. And you nailed it. It is the left is is waging a war on the whole idea of gender. They're telling men that they're inherently toxic. They're telling women that they don't exist. You know, I mean, anybody can be a woman today. I mean, it is crazy stuff. The way we fix it, I think, is. We, first of all, insist that on, on the reality of biology, that there are really biological men. That's a real thing. And there really are biological women. And those things are different, number one. Number two, it's, it's good. It's good to be a man. It's good to be a woman. And then I think, Clay, for young men, we need to send the message that, hey, there are role models out there of what a good, strong man looks like. We need strong men in America. We need men who are going to take responsibility for their lives for their families, ultimately for their country, and we need to send that message to young people especially. Senator Holly, it's Buck. Thanks for being with us. Uh, I want to know, Clay and I talk about this a lot. I wanted to hear your take on it, which is why does the left want to undermine masculinity so much? It's very clear there's a concerted effort here. What's the motivation behind that? I think it's power. You know, I think that men who are strong and independent are a threat to the leftists and to the elitists who want to run the country. You think about Buck, their message to men for the last 20, 30, 40 years. It's been, hey, go turn on a screen, go entertain yourself, buy some stuff, be an androgynous consumer, but don't rock the boat. You know, let, let us, let the experts run the country. You just sit there and, and do as you're told. I think men who are independent, who say, no, actually, I, I've got a job. I'm economically independent. I provide for my family. I'm morally independent. I've got my own political views. That's a threat to the liberal elites, the so-called experts running this country. And that's exactly why we need men to stand up, to be stronger, to take responsibility. That's what liberty is. Liberty is when we run our own lives, right? Liberty is when we run our own government. So to reclaim the promise of liberty in this country and preserve it, we need men who are going to stand up, take responsibility, be strong and independent. You know, Buck and I talk a lot on this program. I mean, there are certain things that I see, and it's almost impossible to have predicted that this would ever occur. Even even if you go back to, like, 2010, 2016 even, the idea that there wouldn't be, and I know you guys just voted on this, there wouldn't be a single Democrat in Congress in the House or the Senate that was willing to say, hey, men's sports should be for men and women's sports should be for women blows my mind did you ever think i mean you grew up playing athletics like we said you've got three kids as well you're in missouri i'm sure that most of your constituents think this is wild too do you ever think we'd see an entire political party unwilling to say hey we should separate men and women's sports no no i did not i wouldn't have thought that just three or four years ago yeah i mean it it is incredible this radical ideology that is so totally unhinged from reality and Clay, you know, you know, parents parents don't want this, and that crosses political lines. At least it does in my state. Democrat parents, independent parents, they don't care. They just want their kids, number one, to be affirmed for who they are. Not that you know, oh, if you're a boy, you need to be a girl. If you're a girl, you need to be a boy. Crazy. They want their girls to actually be able to play sports 
and not have men pushed into their same sports leagues or into their same locker rooms. This is pretty basic stuff. And I think the left has gotten so out of control here. They've gotten so far afield that they've just completely lost touch with reality. And that's why, you know, conservatives, this is the time for conservatives to stand up and to defend manhood, to defend womanhood, to say those things are real, those things have value, and we should recover what healthy role models for both of them look like. Senator Hawley uh, with us now from Missouri. Uh, Senator, your Democrat Senate colleagues on this gender issue, do you think, I mean, without asking anyone specifically, but as, as a general matter, do they believe the stuff, the slogans they mouth on TV about how it's fine that, you know, men can actually be women and they should compete? Or are they just so afraid of the cult and their political power demands it that they're willing to go along with it? You know what I mean? Are, are they true believers or are they just they don't have a choice in their minds? I think it's probably the second thing. And, and I say that because I, I have I have respect for these people and I just can't believe they actually believe this stuff. You know, I mean, I think it's that the the lobby here, the radical left lobby, let's remember who the base of the Democrat Party is now. It's people who fly around in private jets and, and go to conferences at Davos. Like, that's their base. Those are the people with the power, the radical activists who also tend to be very rich and well-connected. So I think they're very responsive to those people, and those people are pushing this this uh, trans ideology, this no-gender ideology uh, all, all the way. I mean, hook, line, and sinker, I think the left has bought it. So that, to me, is, is what's driving this. But, you know, it, it is, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy talk. And I think of the hearing that I had uh, some months back where we had – called by the Democrats where we had an elite law professor who wouldn't even say the word woman. You know, she kept saying persons with birthing capacity. And it's like, wait, you mean, you mean woman, right? Here's the point that we're at in America with the left. They won't say man. They won't say woman. And I think one of the reasons I wrote the book is to cut across all of that, all of that nonsense. Let's tell the truth. We need – good strong men we need good strong women too but for men this is really a, a call to step up to take responsibility and to go out there change your own life first and then change your family change this country the book is manhood the masculine virtues america needs um i'm sure i've got three boys so i spend a lot of time thinking about this 15 12 and 8 and and obviously i see a lot of their their friends around and everything else and one thing I hear from them, and I'm curious if you're hearing this from your own kids or if you're hearing this from constituents, a lot of young you know, men, a lot of boys, they look around and say, you know, we're being told that we are toxic because we are boys. And and like I'll hear from my own kids, like there's a lot of, you know, pro femininity still out there, the girl power uh, initiative and whatnot. I think that a lot of young boys growing into men are really lost. And, and and they don't know how to be comfortable in their own skin. I think this is also happening with women because you look at high rates of suicide and depression that exist out there. How do we fix it? Because this is something that I think is so important. There's a lot of lost souls in the younger generation. Um, I'm sure you see it, and I'm sure you're trying to address it in, in the book. But do you feel it? Do you feel that uh, when you're around the country, Senator Hawley, that even for something like when you and I would have grown up uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago, this didn't exist. It really feels like men are truly under assault in this country. 100%, and I think the message that you just articulated is 100% what men, especially young men, hear, which is that if you're a man, you're toxic. If you're a man, you make the world a worse place just by being a man. 
And that is incredibly disorienting to young men, you know, who naturally come built in with a sense of adventure, a longing to, you know, go out and, and discover and push boundaries and be aggressive like that. You know, that's just listen. I mean, you've got you've got boys. I've got boys like this is how boys are. And when they're told from the time they're little, that's a problem. You're a problem. You need to stop that. It is it's profoundly disorienting, disorienting to them. So how do we change that? I think part of the answer is we try and tell good stories, recover role models. This is what I try to do in the book. I tell stories from my own life, coaches, mentors who are significant to me, uh, from American history, from the Bible. What does it look like to be a good, strong man? And I think we can hold up those role models for young men today and say, look, here, this is what it looks like. It's good to be a man. It's good to have ambition. It's good to want to be strong. Channel that in service to others, and then you've got the recipe to really make a difference with your life. The book is Manhood, The Masculine Virtues America Needs. Senator Josh Hawley, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. There's a lot of momentous, life-changing decisions going on at each of the pre-born network of clinics nationwide every day. Take Caitlin's circumstances as just one example. She was adamant about getting an abortion. She told their counselor, I'm not sure who the father is, but it doesn't matter. There is nobody in my life who thinks I should have this baby. Caitlin had already had two abortions and a history of, dr- a history of drug abuse uh, and alcohol. Caitlin's client advocate reviewed her options, including adoption, and scheduled her for a return ultrasound uh, ultrasound appointment. Caitlin was still adamant about getting an abortion, but after a second ultrasound, she had a change of heart and decided to give up her daughter for adoption. Not only was her baby's life saved, but this child led Caitlin to clean up her life, stop doing drugs, and receive counseling. Preborn's network of clinics bring hope to pregnant women considering an abortion. They do this by providing a free ultrasound as well as a lot of care and love and support if, in fact, they choose to have the baby. For just $28, you could sponsor an ultrasound and write a new story. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, or visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Find every podcast as they're released and listen. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash buck and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash buck, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Welcome back in. Final segment of the week. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us all week long. Almost completed 15 hours. Uh, We have a great deal of fun with you, as always, and have continued this week. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. Search out my name, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. Lots of unique podcast uh, offerings that will not be available elsewhere. And uh, that is partly due to the hard work of our esteemed producer, Allie, who is right now, I believe, in the air en route to Los Angeles, Buck, where she is set to receive a Gracie Award from the Alliance for Women. And I may not get all of that terminology correct, uh, but for her leadership on this show, She has won an award. She is the executive producer of this program. She is a badass, and uh, we are very happy to have her working on the program. She was with Rush for, what, about 20 years? Over 20 years. Yeah, before uh, she started with us. She's been with us for two years now, uh, and I know many of you enjoy the show, and if you do, part of the reason why is because of uh, producer Allie, and she is getting... An award well-deserved uh, for women's achievement in media. The Gracie Awards going on in Los Angeles. So uh, credit to Allie. That is awesome for her, and we are very proud of her for getting that uh, achievement. I have an important update to another story for you, Clay. Yes. The Royals, Harry and Meghan, I guess they're not Royals anymore, but they kind of are. Uh, the car chase, apparently, according to the New York Post here, happened because Harry and Meghan were too cheap to pay for the 
hotel at the uh, this is the Carlisle Hotel on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Very swanky place. And they didn't want to pay for it without getting a special discount. And so then they had to leave the hotel. And that is where what I'm sure is just a low speed chase of paparazzi uh, commenced. Did you see the memes, though, uh, that were out there about uh, 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 about them chasing the paparazzi about how they don't want to be chased? That they chase the paparazzi around yes. saying, stop chasing us. <laughs> I I just come back to, you lived in New York City your whole life. You're born and raised. Um, I was walking down the street to the studio today because I've been up here for Fox News television hits the last three days. Buck, I just look around, and if there had truly been a high-speed chase, there is there are video cameras on virtually every building in New York City. This would be... A really interesting video. TMZ would have had it up. There would have been a great deal of interest. This supposedly happened on Tuesday night. We're now to Friday afternoon, and to my knowledge, there has been zero video to emerge of this actual chase going on. This is crazy. Um, and I think it just comes back. I said this last night. Uh, we were talking. Uh, we had a caller talking about I was on with Gutfeld. Jimmy Fallis set in uh, as a guest host. He did a great job. Um, and I would just reiterate this. If you're in a relationship and someone tries to pull you away from your family and friends as a precondition to be in that relationship, unless your family and friends are truly awful, there is something controlling going on there. Get out of that relationship. This is the basis for cult indoctrination. Yeah. It's one of the most most common and most essential steps is to bring somebody in and then to cut them off from the other relationships in their life because that gives them... That gives them context. That gives them historical perspective. It gives them outside ideas, support, etc. And you know, you can join. He's apparently joined the one woman cult of of Megan, and uh, it's not it's not going well for him. So I know it, it's it's funny because somehow, and Clay points this out to me, and it is true. I sit here and I legitimately don't care about the royal family, and yet I'm forced to. I have no choice. Because the biggest newspapers, the biggest news sites in the world will cover them because people click on it. Yes. It's really amazing. People must. They must click on it. You know, they do. The same, the same way that the Daily Mail or the Post, if there's a story about a woman who is very attractive and they could put a skimpy photo of the very attractive woman up there, it's not exactly Edward Murrow-level journalism, but who cares? Everyone's going to click on it, and that's how you pay the bills. That's Harry and Meghan, for some reason, I, I think it's because they've now become figures that are both loved by some and hated by others, and so then you get the double the double dip effect. If you've got two different groups that will click on these stories. Uh, but, yeah, the South Park is still the best thing. I've, I, still laugh about, <laughs> I still laugh about when Harry... Presses himself up against the window. For those of you who have seen the uh, South Park episode about how they're having, <laughs> they're, they're playing drums in their front yard on the We Want Privacy tour, and they're banging the drums saying We Want Privacy. Yeah, the, I, I used to buck before I ran a media company. Um, I would sometimes see stories, and I'd be like, Yeah, you know, I know what you're talking about. I'll give you an example in the world of sports. Will Brett Favre retire or not? Like, you know, 15 years ago. Uh, and, and we got a lot of listeners in Wisconsin who will remember this. The Willie or Woney retire Brett Favre story, I thought was one of the most overplayed stories in the history of sports. Uh, and then I saw the data. And the data reflected that 
every sports fan just about who complained about the Brett Favre story clicked on the Brett Favre story. And so when you complain about the stories that people cover on the internet, it's almost always a function that people are clicking on them like crazy because the internet is a data-driven environment. And the business, in many ways, is imperative that you care about a story. So a lot of people, there's a great book. I think it's called Everybody Lies, and it's basically dives into the data behind the internet and proves statistically that people overwhelmingly lie about what they care about. Like, we'll sometimes get people, I don't know why you're talking about this Trump-DeSantis battle. Nobody cares. I'm like, actually, everybody cares. You may not care. Maybe you're being truthful, but your perspective is not actually shared by most people. We talk about the things that people are going to care about the most, and... uh and right now, yeah. this is the season of Trump v. DeSantis. Going to get even more so next week. Check out that Clay and Buck podcast. Download the iHeart app. And uh, please subscribe to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. A lot of fun stuff in there, like the Sunday hang. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.